Welcome to Today in Prophecy on End Times TV. I'm Tom Hughes. The prophet Isaiah wrote, Remember this and show yourselves, men. Recall to mind, O you transgressors, remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that are not yet done. Say, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure, calling a bird of prey from the east, the man who excuses my counsel from a far country. Indeed, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it, so I will do it. Listen to me, you stubborn-hearted, who are far from righteousness. I will bring my righteousness near. It shall not be far off. My salvation shall not linger, and I will place salvation in Zion for Israel, my glory." As I look at the Bible and as I look at the nation of Israel specifically, and God says He's going to declare, and He does declare, the end from the beginning. For Israel, my glory. Uh, with I th when I think of all of these things, I cannot help but think the importance of Israel when it comes to the events of the last days. And with me today in studio is my guest from Israel, David Tal. David Tal is a retired major of the IDF and also a tank commander in the IDF. And he's here, and we're going to be talking a lot about Israel. David, thank you for being here with me today. And we have exciting things to talk about. Are you ready? I'm ready, and thank you for having me because there's a lot of things that need to be said. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't understand Israel. Even when it comes to the church and Christianity, people do not understand the importance of Israel, which to me is kind of out there because uh, you have the importance of Israel in the Old Testament, and you also have the importance of Israel in the New Testament, even in the book of Revelation, yet churches tend to disregard Israel. So I want to deal with the truth behind the land of Israel and the Jewish people and what the Bible has to say. Well, that's the main reason I'm here right now. I'm here to remind people the role that Israel places, plays, has played in the past, is playing right now, and talk about what the role is going to be in the future. It's an amazing story. And I'm here to tell the story as much as possible and allow people to understand what's really going on on the ground. Fantastic. So when I look at the Bible, I look at, I look at Bible prophecy. The Bible teaches that there will be a day when there's going to be a temple that's going to be built again in Jerusalem. Now, I've been to Jerusalem many times. David, you live in Israel. You live in Jerusalem. Okay, and guide in Jerusalem. And, so. and you're a tour guide there. You have the, the military background and, uh, and other things. So you have your feet on the ground. You also have your heart in the matter. And so when I look at the Temple Mount, you're Jewish. I look at the Temple Mount. I believe that the temple will be built there again. And is there a lot of excitement coming from the religious Jews regarding the building of the third temple? Well, you jump straight into one of the most controversial and probably one of the most explosive subjects in the world today. And I'm even going to go even further than that. If there's going to be a blow up in the Middle East, it's going to start on the Temple Mount. A couple of minutes, just a quick history. The Temple Mount is Mount Moriah, the place where David bought up the threshing field, the place where Solomon built the first temple, uh, destroyed uh, Zorbavel, came back and built the second temple there, renovated by King Herod, and finally destroyed by the Romans in 71. All of that is history. Today the Muslims have put their hands on the Temple Mount and on the importance of the Temple Mount, turned it into a religious site for the Muslims. And if there's one place in the world where the Western world is clashing with the Muslim world today, it's right smack in the middle of the Temple Mount. And that has everything to do with everything that we're going to be talking about. 
So when I look at the Temple Mount and look at the news that comes to me, and, and I do a lot of international search for the news to get the truth, don't want to be hit with too much fake news. Yeah. Temple Mount's been uh, closed a lot over this past six months. There's been the, the uprisings and the stabbings, the shootings. It's been a real challenge. So we see the spiritual heat really being turned up from the Islamic world against oh. the Jews that want to build a temple there. At least that's the way it appears to me. Well, I'm not even sure how much the Jews want to build a temple there. Um, classic rabbinic theory was that when the Messiah comes back, he's going to build a temple. And we don't have to deal with it. When he comes back, everything's going to be solved. There's a growing amount of Jews who believe that it's time to make it happen. And they're actually planning. Uh, they've got detailed plans. And they are pushing for more Jewish presence on the Temple Mount. The thing is this. In the war between the Western world and the Muslim world, the religion plays a major issue. And when the Muslims want to turn up the fervor and the, the, the violence, they use the religious card in order to turn their people. And the religious card in Jerusalem is the place where you can actually come and say, the Temple Mount is under, um, under uh, siege by the Jews, and we need you as Muslims to raise up. And that's what starts the violence. They press the Temple Mount card, and it doesn't, Jews are not planning on building the Temple right now. But even the fact that there are plans, and there are thoughts, and there are prophecies that are connected to that is enough to turn the Muslims into a very violent state. Yeah, I find it interesting because there's definitely prophecies that, that teach that it is going to come someday. So when I see reports of the president of Turkey telling the Muslim world to go to Jerusalem and specifically visit Al-Aqsa Mosque, which for our viewers, Al-Aqsa Mosque is on the Temple on the Mount. Temple Mount. Um, there's a lot of if, if, I can only imagine if, if just 50% of the Muslims responded to that and descended on Jerusalem, uh, what would happen? Well, there's the president of Turkey trying to turn up the religious flame. He's not trying to settle things. He's not trying to quiet things. He's trying to turn it up. And he's using, again, like in the past, he's using the Temple Mount. Um, let's make this clear. The Temple Mount actually was housed the temples in the past, but at some point the Muslims turned the Temple Mount into a holy site connected to something in the Quran that a lot of people even argue whether it did happen or didn't happen. But now the Temple Mount has become the main sticking point for the Muslims. It's a matter of pride. So when the Muslims want to turn up Muslim pride and want to feel good, okay, they're going to clash on the Temple Mount. And because they believe it's theirs, they're not willing for any kind of compromise on the Temple Mount. Now, Israel decided in 1967 to leave the actual administration of the Temple Mount in the hands of the Muslim Council. And the Muslim Council is very outspoken and very, how do you say, sometimes downright unsensible about making sure that only Muslim ideas are expressed on the Temple Mount. That is a problem for most Jews because we believe it is the Temple Mount. Now there's even a movement to disassociate the Temple Mount from the Temple, which is absurd. Yeah, I look at it and in, in, in my visits to Jerusalem, I can't take a Bible up on the Temple Mount. No. I, you can't have a cross, I can't have a Christian symbol, you can't and even, Jews can't have any of theirs. You can't even close your eyes and pray. That's if they catch you closing your eyes and praying, they will say that you are disrespecting a Muslim holy site, 
Literally, again, if you close your eyes and pray on the Temple Mount, where the Temple was, where everything happened, you are showing disrespect for the Muslims. And again, this is this persuasion, this, this way of turning things around in a different direction for the political and for the religious agenda that's going on.